Girl Camper is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Get an RV policy quote by calling 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or going to progressive.com backslash RV. And go Little Guy Worldwide, whose full line of lightweight camping trailers are Girl Camper favorites. Hello, my name is Janine Pettit, and I'm a girl camper. I go places and I do things in my little 1966 Go Tag Along vintage travel trailer. Along the way, I meet many interesting people traveling the back roads, and I want to share their stories with you. We will talk about the qualities of what makes a girl camper and how you can become a girl camper too. The girl campers are having a party, and you're invited. Stay tuned while I share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. Welcome. I'm Janine Pettit, Girl Camping Ambassador, Blogger, Adventurist, and Podcaster. And this is Episode 48 of Girl Camper, the Podcast. Well, my guest today is Lisa Patterson. Lisa and her husband, Greg, are the founders of Classy Chassis Vintage Campers in Mattoon, Illinois. They restore vintage trailers to their former glory, but they also have a new enterprise, their own 10-foot-long vintage-inspired trailer that they call Gracie. If you're a retro trailer owner in need of a reputable restoration company, or if you have tired of the search for a vintage charming camper and want to purchase a new one, here's an opportunity to have your cake and eat it too. Stay tuned to hear Lisa and Greg's compelling story. is brought to us today by our friends at Progressive Insurance. Gazing at the stars and hanging at the campfire are best enjoyed with the bliss of saving money by adding an RV policy to another progressive policy like your car, motorcycle, or boat. So save money and set out on a new journey by calling 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visiting progressive.com backslash RV. Well, today in our news roundup, I want to tell you where I'm going. I'm going to Ohio, (laughs) and I can't wait. I am taking some time to actually go on one of my bucket list Sister on the Fly trips. So every year, the Sisters on the Fly have these trips that are repeats. And one of the trips I've been watching for years is the Buckeye Bash. And I never go to it because it's the week before the country living fair and I never want to be away from home that long. But now that my baby's off to college, 
I can travel. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to the Buckeye Bash and it is going to be so much fun. And I just want to talk about what these Sister on the Fly trips are all about. Now, I joined Sisters on the Fly really because I wanted to have a vintage camper and that gave me a good excuse to have one. But the reality is that I met in that group so many wonderful women. So I camp with them all the time and I don't need to be on a Sister on the Fly trip in order to camp with them. I can just call up the New Jersey girls and say, hey, let's go camping. That's not a Sister on the Fly trip. One of the reasons I renew my Sister on the Fly membership every single year is because I don't want to miss the opportunity to do their bucket list trips. Because girl camping is more than just going out on that, that camping trip itself. It is about these new adventures. So two forms of camping. One, just getting together with the gals that you met within the group. The second is doing these bucket list things. So I want to tell you what we're going to be doing on this trip because I just read the itinerary online and I'm glad I didn't read it earlier because I sort of have a system where I don't worry about things until they're in um, range for me. So I'm leaving in a couple of days. So I just read all the information online and this is what this trip is going to look like. So we're meeting at a KOA in Ohio, and I'm not going to say which one, but I'm going to review it next week because it's sort of a sister on the fly policy that we don't say out loud or publicly where our adventures are taking place until after they're over. So it's in Ohio. We're going to be at a KOA in Ohio. So Wednesday night is when all the early arrivals come. And this is sort of a fun thing that happens on Sister on the Fly trips. If the trip is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, there's always the person who's going to arrive on Thursday. I'm going on Thursday. But there are Wednesday night arrivals happening. So Wednesday night, early check-in. There's a welcome tent set up by the hostesses, Mary and Janae. And they're going to be providing a campfire and snacks for the people who come in on Wednesday evening. It's quite a drive for me, eight hours. I'm going to be coming on Thursday, and I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to leave New Jersey early enough in the morning that I arrive by 6 p.m. So Thursday, that's the actual arrival day. There is a sign-in tent, a happy hour arrival tent, and at 6 p.m. there's going to be happy hour, and our hostesses are kind enough to provide dinner and a campfire for everyone, which is so, so nice. I always try to do this when I host a trip because everybody's been traveling all day, and then you get where you're going, and you got to get your um, camper leveled and set up and plugged in and you got to make a run to the grocery store usually. So it's just so thoughtful and so nice to have that dinner waiting for you. So thank you, Janae and Mary. I'm going to be there Thursday night, God willing, and the creek don't rise. So Friday morning at 8.30 a.m., they're having a coffee station at the Welcome Tent which is another really fun thing I always enjoy about big camp huts. There are like 40 or 50 women going to be at this. So this is fun too. The sheer number of trailers there and all the eye candy 
can just send you over the edge. But just meeting all the women that you know online and that you've seen on social media and you get to meet them in person, that's so much fun. And that all sort of takes place at that happy um, tent coffee time in the morning. Uh, That welcome tent is so much fun. So 8.30 in the morning, it's going to be coffee every morning at the tent. And then the whole afternoon, you have the free to yourself. And this is the fun thing too. You get to go wherever it is you want to go. So if you're the person who wants to hike, or you're the person who wants to go on the railroad tour, or canoeing or kayaking, you get to pick whatever it is that interests you. I looked at the whole line of things that offerings they have going on. And I'm just going to play it by ear. I'm going to wake up that morning and decide what I want to do and see if the people I already know are doing something that interests me. So I didn't sign up for anything. We'll see. So all day Friday, we have a free to do our own thing. But then Friday night, Janae and Mary are hosting game night. So there's going to be a game at 630 and another game at 730. And apparently there's going to be some great prizes. I don't know what the games are, but I'm always up for games. I love games. That's going to take place on Friday night. Now, Saturday, it's the same deal. 8.30 in the morning, coffee at the welcome tent, and then you get to do whatever you want all afternoon. So I, I, I think I know what I'm going to be doing. It, it's going to be a typical Janine. So Saturday night at the pavilion, there is our parrot head hat contest so the whole theme of this trip is parrot head it's a jimmy buffett event so everybody has to wear their parrot head hat on saturday night well you know i went to the store and i bought a cheapo cowboy hat and i bought all kinds of stuff to put on it but i don't have it on it it's in a bag I'm going to move that bag to the trailer. So Saturday afternoon, I'll probably be in my trailer with a hot glue gun putting my hat together. But maybe I could bribe my daughter into helping me and I'll have that ready. So I'll have Saturday afternoon. And then Saturday night is the parrot hat contest. And there's going to be apparently three really great prizes. A first, second, and third place hat. Prize for hats. My theme for my hat kind of has to do with one of my favorite Jimmy Buffett songs and that is Cheeseburger in Paradise. So mine has a whole cheeseburger thing going on. And I will post those pictures of the hats on Instagram. So if you follow me on Instagram at girlcamper528, I'll post pictures of everybody's crazy Jimmy Buffett hats. So then there's also going to be a potluck dinner that night and other prizes for different things. And on Saturday night at that party, there's going to be a limbo and a hula hoop contest and more prizes. We do have a lot of fun on these trips. And so it's just, I'm really looking forward to this because I see the pictures every year. And a lot of times I just have not been able to do these kind of trips because um, I still had my daughter at home and I never felt like I could leave her for that long. So I'm looking forward to this now. And then Sunday morning, coffee in the morning and it's hugs and goodbyes and everybody's swapping their um, phone numbers and text messages. And, you know, you just leave with this great new group of friends. So that is what I'm off to next week. And I can't wait. And you can see all the pictures of that on Instagram. I just wanted to really share with you what these what happens at big bucket list sister on the fly trips. Okay, so other news I have today is that last week I said we had the four $40 tickets. They were the 
tickets for the whole weekend and they were the early bird the premier tickets for the country living fair in columbus ohio and ding 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 we have a winner and the winner is melissa lucier and so melissa posted on facebook no i'm sorry melissa posted on instagram and she won melissa i'm going to send you a private message on instagram but your tickets are going to be at the will call booth at the country living fair so please stop by the go rving booth say hello get your picture taken at the saint george and we also will have our girl camper photo booth there so i hope to get your picture i saw your instagram feed and i love your quilts so please stop by you're going to love the country living fair the last thing I want to mention on our news roundup is podcast reviews. I'm always supposed to ask for these, but I never do. So I just want to tell you now, um, if you've never reviewed the podcast and you feel so inclined, I would so appreciate it if you would take a minute and go to the iTunes review and leave a written review if you can. It really does help me somehow to stay in the search engines. The way the whole thing works is not just how many good reviews you have, but how often they come in. It tells the people at iTunes that you're still an active member so and that your podcast is generating buzz. So if you've never left a podcast review, I would so appreciate it if you would take a minute and do that. Okay, we're going to come back in a minute with our campfire chat, and we're going to be talking about dining making your girl camping dining successful and comfortable we'll be back in a minute Campfire Chat is brought to you today by Little Guy Worldwide. They are a proud sponsor of the Girl Camper Podcast, and I'm so glad they are because you know I love a tab, and those trailers are easy to tow, lightweight, and so much fun. Plus, they have all the safety and security that girl campers want with a full bathroom in it, <laughs> which makes one feel safe and secure at 4 a.m. when it's raining. Visit them at littleguy.com or come by and say hello at our next Camper College, which is at Haydesee Airstream on September 16th in Columbus, Ohio. I'm going to be there then for the Country Living Fair. I'm going on Friday night after the Country Living Fair to Haydesee. We're going to have a great Camper College. Come by and see us at the fair and at Haydesee. So I wanted to talk today about outdoor dining. We had so much fun last weekend at um, Turkey Swamp, the New Jersey girls, just impromptu we went over there and I really took some time to make our outdoor dining a little more pleasant and I want to tell you some of the things that I do when I'm camping. I love eating outdoors and I love the food and the friendship and the, all the fellowship that goes along with camping and eating outdoors but there are things I don't like about eating outdoors, and I'm going to talk about how I have overcome them. So one of the things I can't stand at a picnic uh, site or a campground, and when I'm at somebody else's booth or you've just been invited to a picnic at a um, park, 
When I'm sitting on a picnic bench and the grass, I feel like things are crawling up my legs. And although I love camping, I don't love bugs. So one of the things I do, and it just takes me a couple extra minutes, but it gives me so much comfort and peace of mind while I'm outside, I have this inexpensive little whiskey kind of broom on a long handle. It's actually called a cinnamon broom. You buy them as a craft thing at Michael's. It's a very wispy little broom, and people actually use them to glue decorations on and hang on their front doors, but Somebody gave me one and I threw all the decorations away and I use it in my camper. It's a great little floor broom, but I take four or five minutes and I sweep down the whole picnic table, top, bottom, underneath, under the bench, under the table, all around the legs, and I get rid of any spiders, bugs, cobwebs, anything that is attached itself to that table before I arrived. Then I have these two big outdoor rugs. I don't even remember who manufactured them because I bought them at an RV show and I've had them for so long and they're still holding up. I wish I knew who actually made them so I could share with you because they've really stood the test of time. I have a really large one that's like 9 by 12 and it folds into thirds and then it rolls up. Even though it's that big, it's very lightweight so it's easy to take with you. I open that up and then I move my picnic table on top of it. It's so big that the whole picnic table fits on it. So when I sit down to eat, I don't feel like things are climbing up from the grass and stones and gravel or whatever on your campsite. The other smaller one I put in front of my front door under my awning and I try to attach the two so there's just one big clear space in which I know bugs and things aren't coming up on me. So I create that little outdoor dining room by setting that all up that way and then I always have a nice tablecloth and bench covers. I particularly do not like sitting on picnic table benches that birds have pooped on and that are kind of chopped up and you could get a sliver in. So I always have bench seat covers. Now mine are made from an old cutter quilt that I cut up and I attached elastic at each end about six inches in and that elastic just loops onto the end of the picnic bench so when you're getting up and down it's not constantly falling off and every breeze that goes by doesn't take it off the bench. Now one of the women this summer I saw and I thought this was very clever, she had picnic bench covers too and she bought them at TJ Maxx or Ross or one of those stores, Marshalls, Home Goods. They were table runners and she did something similar too. She sewed some ribbons on the end of them so they tie onto the bench for the reasons I just said. You don't want them falling off every time. I've seen people weight them on either end but the table runners were a very good idea. Another thing I've seen Sisters on the Fly do with the tablecloths, and I think it's so clever, is to get them at your local thrift store. And what they do is they'll buy a curtain panel in a fabric that they like. You can usually buy an inexpensive curtain panel, and they usually run like 86 inches, which is longer than most picnic tables. And I always like a cover that is longer than the table. You can buy those for 2 or $3, and often they're in much more interesting fabrics than you would find for a tablecloth. So curtain panels, 
single top sheets, twin size top sheets from Goodwill or the Salvation Army. My friend Sandy uses those now, and we use those on our photo shoot when we did the girl camping photo shoot up at Camp Taylor Campground. We just use white top sheets, $2 each, and we put a pretty runner down the middle of it. So a top sheet, a curtain panel. Another thing they use is a shower curtain. One of the sisters on the fly just posted this online, and I'm going to do this. She took a shower curtain, she folded it in half, sewed it across the bottom and up the side, and she uses that to store her rug. So when I fold up my rugs, I put them in the back of the truck, but she doesn't have an open back of her truck, so any sand or dirt that picked up could get in her car or her trailer, so she made this very simple little sleeve to shove the thing in. So I think I'd like to do that too. That was a clever thing. So got the tablecloth going. Got a nice uh, bench cover on, sitting on a nice clean thing. All the bugs are gone from underneath. The other thing I do is this year I finally completed that little task where I got the solar lights and I attached them to two very heavy-duty brass candlesticks that I got at Goodwill. I was lucky to find very heavy-duty ones with a wide base so they don't blow over all day long, the sun soaks up those solar panels, and at night when it gets twilight, they make the prettiest light on your table, and I don't have to worry about running an extension cord from the trailer, and it gives off just the right amount of light. Now, I don't bother anymore to set up my Easy Up for outdoor darning unless the weather looks iffy. If the weather looks iffy, I will go to that trouble. But even though they are called easy ups, I always think it takes a minimum of four people to set the thing up. And unless I'm going to be there for three or four days or the weather looks really bad, I really don't bother. I have the new awning off the St. George now, so that easy up really seems like a hassle to me now. But if I'm going to be someplace a long time or my campsite is going to be our station for dining, I will set the easy up up. And then I have a cute little chandelier that I hang from there. It's just an inexpensive, a homemade thing that I made. It gives off just a little bit of light because I don't like it to be glaring light. And we also have a couple sets of twinkle lights that run on a battery and a solar pack. So they give off just a little bit of light. It creates pretty, pretty atmosphere. So I encourage you to take some time to make your dining very camp like a girl when you're out there and enjoy your food and your friends. We'll be back in a minute and we're going to be talking with Lisa about her new project. But before we hear from Lisa, I want to share a travel tip from Progressive Insurance. If you find yourself driving into a hailstorm, stop driving and pull to a safe place so hail doesn't break any windows. Driving compounds hail's impact on your RV. Stop under an overpass if one is available and don't forget to pull out of traffic lanes and onto the shoulder to avoid collisions with other vehicles. This tip is just another way Progressive has you covered while you are on the road. Listeners, 
Well, I have a guest today that I'm very excited about because Lisa Patterson is a girl camper. After my own heart, Lisa is a girl who does things. She does things. And I'm so glad she's on the show today. Lisa has a Facebook page called Junkin' for Jewels, and that's where I think I first saw Lisa. And then I began following her and her husband on their vintage trailer restoration projects, and now it's bloomed into something even better. So, Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on. You know, I just think every story has a beginning. So I would just love for you to start at the beginning and share with the listeners how it is that you became involved in vintage trailers and camping to begin with. Where did that all begin? All right. It began, I'm actually from the Midwest, from Illinois. Uh, My husband and I took a trip down to Texas. To Antique Week at Round Top. Um, I don't Mecca. know if anyone's ever been. <laughs> if it's a, it, put it on your bucket list because it is a must-see. Yes. Um, they, ha- they have a show in the spring and in the fall. Uh, we went for my birthday um, in the spring, in April. And we, were, we saw where they're using the vintage campers as little dressing rooms. Or they were boutiques and they were just so intriguing to us how they decorated them and we came back home and I told my husband I think I need a camper to (laughs) kind of stand out because it's not something you you see here I just want to stop in our area I just want to stop for one minute to say that you needed it in order to stand out for your junk and jewelry business you were doing shows right yes Okay, yes, I just wanted yes, to clarify yes. that for listeners, what you were going to yes. use it for. You were doing these shows, you were selling jewelry that you make. Right. Yes. Okay, yes. sorry. <laughs> um, yes, and I was just getting into um, selling fashions to go with my jewelry. I had just kind of added that to my inventory, and I thought that this would yeah, be a conversation piece, and it'd be fun to travel with. So as soon as we got back home from Texas, I started looking. And lo and behold, we found one, which was a Shasta, which has the wing, cute little compact, very hard to find. Mind you, these are hard to find. Yeah, And I found condition. it in a neighboring town. Yeah. And, and my husband's like, no, <laughs> you don't need that. He's like, how is that? I had some money, you know, stored up and stuff. And he is like, how is that going to help? your business. You know, how's that going to make you money? Don't you hate it when husbands insist on being practical? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, trust me. You know, I've never let us down yet. Just trust me. I had to give him actually a spreadsheet of how I thought this was going to work. And it was funny because I made him call in the number and talk to the person so we could meet him. And he said, he got off the phone and he said, grab your checkbook. And I'm like, I can get it. And he said, well, we're going to look at it because it's on Patterson Drive in Sullivan. And Patterson is our last name. So and it was a sign. He has a, <laughs> it's a sign. So I kid you not, we drove over there and I prayed the whole time, God, don't let me have this unless this is a good, you know, investment for right. my business. Because to me, it was a lot of money. It was like $1,500, you know, and made right. it restored. But it was a lot of money to me. It is and a lot of money. We yeah. I know. It was. And so we got over there, and I uh, 
made an offer and they didn't accept it. So we drove away and I was at peace because I was like, you know, okay. I asked God, don't give it to me if I wasn't supposed to, and he didn't. And about five seconds later, we just got out the drive. They called and said, all right, take it. So we turned back around and <laughs> brought it home. And I didn't know if we were going to make it safely, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> as we know now, you have to be careful with these vintage. They can basically fall apart on you as you're going down the road. Well, really, um, and I just want to pause here and say this, because if you purchase a vintage trailer and you just, I know a lot of times people feel like they want to get it off the property before someone changes their mind and decides to keep exactly. it, which I've done. And, you yes. know, a lot of times if it's a vintage trailer that's been sitting in someone's yard or barn or field for a number of years and the tires haven't been checked and, you know, exactly. you just put air in old tires, but the bearings haven't been greased. So you just want to be careful not to do that. Right. You do. You do so much. They need to be trailered. Now that we do it and we've done it for, you know, a while, um, the skin, it it holds it together basically where it's been rotted. But if you have very far to go, yeah, don't do it because it can completely come apart. Anyway, we, we got it home and we actually restored it in our backyard. We didn't have a big enough facility or anything. So we restored it in the backyard. Yeah, and it was, so it, if it was a windy day and I was painting, you know, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it, you know. So, so can I just ask you this question? When you say restored it, did you tear this thing completely down, taking skin, now, this, o- skin off it? What's this, restored we, to you? Well, now this, honestly, the first one, no, we did not. Mm-hmm. Um, we He checked it out, and it, it was in really, really pretty good condition. It, mm-hmm. had, been sta- it had been stored in a shed. Um, so it did not have rot, but yes, that's what we do do. We take the skin completely off, um, which is not easy, um, and take it all the way down to the floor and, and build them back up. Okay. So um, that's, I, which I can talk about that more later. I don't know right. where you that's want to talk about That's a rebuild. No, I just, I always want to yeah. make, yeah, I just want to make the, distinguish it for people because one of the shows I'm working on now is refresh, refurbish, rebuild. And, right. and, and you know, there is different. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you'll get a trailer yeah. that's in decent shape and it just needs a little refreshing. Yeah. Sometimes you yeah. don't need to take it off the frame. You could just refurbish it. But other times right. it's a complete teardown. So right. with this trailer, you it sounds like you did a refurbish. We just, yeah, we just kind of, it, it, we put the lipstick on basically, made sure it was safe because it didn't have hardly any rod or anything. And he did replace that. But um, the next one that we did, we ended up making it into a um, smoothie, mobile smoothie uh, camper for a couple. And that was a complete tear it down and start building it back well, up. Well, tell us what happened With, to the first one, though. So you finished okay, it? So did you ever one, use it for so your the, jewelry? Well, we actually, once I got it done and I posted it and I was so excited about it and everything, people were like dying to have it and wanted it. She was pink um, and she was called Pinkaboo. And so I posted on there. My husband said, throw a crazy price on it. And I did. And we sold it within like three hours to a lady <sighs> that lived, I don't know, I think it's about five or six hours away, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um And I really didn't want to sell her because she was my first one. But I thought for my business, once I got in there, it wasn't very big. It was only 10 foot. So I decided, you know, hey, I think I need a bigger one anyway. So she was sold within um, a couple hours. And then, you know, that 
she was on down the road and has had numerous adventures. I kind of follow um, her owner and her. And So uh, did your husband so, yeah. think, at that point, did your husband Greg think this was worth it? The payoff for all his hard work was worth that paycheck? He did. He did. I, he so you sold like, him. Oh, <laughs> I did. He was hooked. Ever since that first one uh, left our, our driveway, mm-hmm. hooked. Now he was on the hunt everywhere. We traveled for our kids' sports, and we'd go back alleys and everything. And he'd go knocking on doors where it said, do not enter. I mean, to have a camera crew follow us would be hysterical. Uh-huh. Um, on my personal page, I would take pictures right there. He's right there next to the sign that says, do not, you know, <laughs> trespass or whatever. And he was just like, oh, they're, they're nice people. They have an old camper. They're going to be nice, you know. And they were. He's never come across anybody that wasn't nice. And did but... you buy any of those campers where he just knocked on oh, a yeah. door? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we. some of them we bought right there. Um, some of them we had to go back. We have been known to We go to Wisconsin or um, Michigan quite often to pick them up. So we've been known to have them on. So that trailer, we do trailer them, all of them. Even okay. if they say, you know, the tires are good, we just trailer it because we, we travel pretty far to pick these up. And we'll we'll have one on the back and still stop and then go back. Go back and get next. that one. And that, that'll, yes, and that will kind of feed into what, how Grace got her start. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's... So it's, this uh, is how... Do you still do your jewelry business? I do. I have a... We bought a building last year, and I have my jewelry business. It's part-time. I open up just weekends, um, and it's in front of our building. It's called Junkin' for Jewels, and, okay. and I do, yeah, I do jewelry and, and fashion. Some, I have some junk. I have primitives, and so it's so, a little But bit, it sounds like well, your focus may have shifted, and this is where you and your husband yeah. really went into the restoration business. You started a vintage trailer restoration business where you did work for yourselves and for other people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Then we started getting requests. And this all came about, um, people found out about us on Facebook. It was just networking. My jacket for jewels was huge on Facebook for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever you, you didn't have to pay for your ad or your post, mm-hmm. now you have to pay. So it kind of petered off, but um, that's how I got all the uh, classy chassis, you know, going with Facebook, and so that's how we sold um, mainly. We we haven't used any other uh, means. Craig's, Craigslist may be a time or two, but it's all mm-hmm. been just from, you know, yeah, sharing it on different Yeah, because you've built up a following now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do. and your husband ended up starting a business, and you call it Classy Chassis Vintage Campers. Yes, and that was such a funny story, too. We always, when we're on our long trips, our children, like I said, were in um, all kinds of sports, and we were heading to Texas to watch my son wrestle, and, and I said, you know, we've been doing these campers, let's start, which we'd only done like two at that point, mm-hmm. so let's start a page on Facebook, and I said, for some reason, I'm into this word classy, you know, I keep it classy, Lisa, whatever I do, <laughs> I just, it was always in the back of Place a pubic classy, whatever it is. And he goes, well, what about chassis? And I kid you not, I'm like, what's a chassis? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, it's like the frame, you know, of the camper. And I'm like, oh, it's perfect. So we came home from that Texas trip, and um, we started a page called Classy Chassis Vintage Camper Sales. Okay. And then that's, 
that's where we, because I was posting everything on Junto for Jewels. But your and, husband um, was doing this on the side. Your husband was working yes. full time or what was your situation yes. at home? Yes, he is a union carpenter by trade. He has been a carpenter um, the whole 27 years we've been married. Um, and so he was working for the union, you know, mm-hmm. good money, good benefits. And um, you want me to go there? Where, yeah, I mean, well, okay. I mean, you really shifted your whole lifestyle with this hobby that turned into a business. Yes. When we were in the backyard with our first one, as our kids were like, you guys are nuts. You know, because mm-hmm. it was it was kind of, it had been mouse-infested, you know, the first one and stuff, and some other was that we brought home. Um, so, yeah, they thought we were crazy. I, I always dreamed, how awesome would it be if one day that's what we do? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, restore vintage campers stuff. You don't, when you're a kid, you don't think about, oh, my dream is to restore vintage campers. <laughs> but um, God has led us in this, in this um, direction, and... Um, we did a lot of praying about it because, like I said, Greg was a union contractor and, and he was a superintendent. He was the go-to man, you know. Um, he only had his boss, who was the owner. Yeah, was, so that's um, a hard he, job he, to give up. Yeah, and it was, and he loved his boss. So that was a tough, it was really tough on him to just do that. But, you know, we had uh, some things happen, which we'll probably talk about in a little bit, but we had, we had some things going on with this camper thing that um, they just kept getting bigger and bigger, and we just felt like God was saying, hey, you know, let's do this. And um, we, we absolutely 100% prayed about it for about eight, ten months or something and took the leap of faith. We built, we had been rent, renting a building, just the back, little back portion part, not very big. Okay. And... We decided, to, or the guy offered to sell it to us, and for about six months we prayed about it, and then we decided, okay, we're going we're gonna to buy it, and we bought it, and then I'm like, okay, Greg, now we really have to consider you quitting, and it was kind of a crazy thing to think that he would quit a job like that and stuff yeah. just to do this, but... Um, yeah. So, so you did, so you far. took the leap, and how many trailers do you have sitting in your backyard waiting to be restored? Um, actually, the ones we have waiting to be restored is one, two, three, four. We've only got four. We kind of quit going on the road. We've been on the road for last year. was about nine months ago, a year ago. No, it was, it was a year ago. Um, we've been on up to Michigan five times in, in one month. And, I, and one time when we were heading up there, I said, you know, Greg, why don't we build our own? I said, this takes time. I mean, it would take two days, day and a half or whatever, go up there, fetch it, um, wear and tear. Mm-hmm. You get it home. That's a good two, two-month two project, actually, you know, tearing it down, sanding all the uh, the bare metal down so that the And how many people here. were working on it, Lisa? Was it just you and Greg together doing yes. all the work? Okay. My, my son would come. My son would come as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would come and help on his, but he was... He's also a full-time contractor, so um, okay. he working too. So, so you, you were, after you restored the first couple of them, did they sell right away, or did you ever have trouble have, selling them? We have, yes, they always sold. They, all but one, one or two, we've probably sold around 25 in the last four years. Oh somewhere my around gosh. that. I need, I need to probably really go back and, and count. Um, all but a couple have sold before 
we were finished and then we custom for the people. So like, uh, I haven't advertised these, these, the ones that we have here very much. I just did last week just because we're kind of working so hard on this new production line that we came up with. That's kind of taken a back burner. But if somebody contacts us and we will show them what work we've done and we show them the paint colors that they can use. And, uh, so yeah, a lot of them actually, We'll see them in their disarray state, and then they will will custom them whatever color if they want a bathroom and then have one, and we put one in, and you know that kind of stuff. So, so they've it all sounds like sold. you sounds like you built up enough of a following and a reputation on Facebook that people were approaching you and saying, yes. "Could you do one for me?" Yes. Yes. W- would yep, you then yep, allow them to go into your supply in the yard and pick which one they want? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. So yep. I, most of our, but most of our clientele have actually came from the Texas area and they have just, um, trust us enough, uh, that we said, here's the pictures and they, you know, sight unseen hadn't even seen it until they come in. You know, so what is up. the Texas connection? Is it just the, um, the vintage markets there and the round I top? I think so. I think it is. I think it's that vintage, um, feel that they 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 love them appreciate them um right we go down there twice a year we we go down there to the um antique market and so i have friends that are in you know the boutique kind of business and and that all just goes together you know it, it just goes hand in hand kind of the whole um Vintage campers, whether they use them for right. the boutiques or they camp in them, you know. Right. It's a very Texas thing. It's big in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. here you are. You're hunting these things down. You're storing them in your yard. You and your husband are working on them together, and your son is helping when he can. And you get this mm-hmm. idea to design your own little vintage trailer and make one from scratch. And I got to say, you texted me <laughs> or you, <clears throat> I think you sent me an instant message yeah. maybe like nine months ago. Hey, yeah. I'm Lisa. And I knew who you were because I'm a follower like the rest of them. And and you sent me a nice note with a little sketch, really on like a cocktail napkin of your idea yeah. of a vintage trailer. I hope I said something nice. <laughs> But I just No, I'm sure you did. I just remember <laughs> when you sent it thinking, wow, that's yes. really, really cute. And lots of people have ideas, but you actually did it. And, you know, six or nine months later, I see on Facebook, here's your prototype. It's made its debut. Yeah. So you turned that yes. little sketch on a napkin. And your husband had the skill set to do it into a prototype of a new vintage-styled camper. So tell me what is happening with that. How did you come up with the name Grace? And tell me about the production of the camper. Okay. We um, we had begged people to come up with our logo design for Classy Chassis. And it just seemed like everybody was so busy, like different printing places and stuff. And so my husband one day just started coming up with his own. And he made this, he, he kind of sketched it out. And I'm like, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows me. He knows my visions. Um, he, I have the vision. He always brings everything to life for me. <laughs> so he, we came up with that. And um, which you can find that, you know, on our website and stuff, what, what the design looks like. So it was only fitting to use his logo design that he made. And he made that before we even thought about, you know, doing this whole 
our own production. Um, and he's, so he sketched out a little camper that looked just like the logo. And I'm like, it's perfect. Yeah. And, you know, with him being the one that does these, I just came up with the idea, let's do it. And he's like, I'm sure it's going to be impossible. You know, they, the state will probably make it hard, you know, all these. And I'm like, well, let's, we got to find out. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a dreamer. I am, I am just a, a visualist. I, I'm a dreamer. And all I need him to do is make it for me. <laughs> he always tries to fight me on everything. It's, it's, it's kind of comical, but it kind of gets frustrating sometimes. But anyway, so we made it on that napkin, like you said, and um, he, he used an overhead projector and then he drew it out to his life size and then he cut it out. And so now he has um, the frames and all that. And he, he done so many vintage. He knew what, number one, what women wanted, which was a bathroom. This little 10 foot has a very roomy bathroom. Yeah. A 10 foot um, trailer with a bathroom is unbelievable. Yeah. And it could have a shower. He can put a shower unit in it. We just didn't in this first one. Um, and he, just down to the detail of the shelves, how he made the pocket little shelves, um, storage everywhere. You know, um, this has so much storage. We've gone camping in it. And I feel like I'm in a tiny home trying to every little square inch. I'm like, you know, putting a, something somewhere because um, it. It just, it's, I can't believe how much he's got in this little camper, and it's roomy. He's a big guy. He's probably, you know, 6'3 and um, 220 pounds or something. So he's a big guy, and we camp yeah. in, this, in this little camper. And I've got to tell you, bed. I've seen the pictures online, and I absolutely love it. It's very sweet, and i got to say, you've really made really great use of the space in that trailer. Yeah, he did. He has. Yeah. So what's he your goal the, with the trailer? Oh, my word. What's my goal? You know what my goal is? My husband works. He's worked um, on the road or away from home, at least had travel an hour. My goal is just for us to enjoy the rest of our life together. Our kids are growing up, um, and I just want to be able to, to make enough to for us to just kind of be able to enjoy Life, you know, they talk about people save all their money to uh, take a vacation for a week, or you, or you make your life a vacation, and that's kind of what mine is. I want to be family. I want to work with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just felt like I felt like God said uh, I had the dream and I had the vision, and my husband can build anything. And yeah. I felt like with him not losing his job, but him taking they actually worked there long enough as early retirement. I felt like God said, let's go. You know, yeah. I just didn't have, I just felt really good at peace. And, and I want to provide a small trailer for women that is something they can use to, you know, decorate themselves. Right. And it's safe. Every single one of these have to be inspected um, before they can, you okay, know, leave so the Okay, so I wanted to ask you that. Does the state of Illinois inspect these? Are you building yes. them to a set of specifications provided by an agency? Well, actually, the state of Illinois has a um, sheriff, sheriff's department comes out and inspects them. Uh, so I don't know. I wasn't here to have this one inspected, but um, I know they have to, like, check and make sure... We have to take pictures of the process. 
Okay. And we send all this paperwork in. He has to answer questions about, you know, what kind of materials he used. And if, some, if anyone else works on it, you know, they, mm-hmm. they like to know um, who all is involved in working on it. So that was the paper part that he took care of. And then in the end, before we got the VIN number, uh, we had to have a, a state trooper come and inspect okay. it. And he, you know, yeah. So the state of Illinois now, is issuing you a title for those home-built trailers. It's a home-built title. Now, it depends on your state. We are currently building a cupcake, mobile cupcake one for a lady in Texas, and they don't require anything from us. We will take it there, and then she takes it to her her driver's license facility, and she goes through her own process. Okay. So we don't have to title it here in Illinois. Um, It just depends on the different states and what they, you know, require. Okay, so now you have built this little prototype and you can reproduce it. Do people have the ability to customize it? Yes. Okay, yes. what kind of customizations could they have done to it? We will build you a shell and you can do whatever you want. So I, we have a lady who wants doesn't want the gaucho part. She doesn't want the dinette because the dinette, you know, folds down to the bed. She said she won't set at a table, so she wants that to be a bed area. So, we're so gonna she's going to have that permanently made as a bed. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we've got uh, people who want, I've got a, a guy who's interested in one that's in photography. So he wants some shelving, but he doesn't want a bathroom. He doesn't, you know, need the bed or anything. Mm-hmm. So we're going we're gonna to custom it um, to what he needs for his photography and to take pictures in it. The cupcake one, like I told you, Greg designed it as well. It's not Grace. Uh, it's his own design, and she wanted a bathroom because she said sometimes she can't leave, you know, to go to the bathroom, and she's the only one working her little cupcake business. So it's, oh. it's got a bathroom in it, and it's got all kinds of, you know, storage and yeah. huge, huge windows, which will be – we're getting close to being done with this, so I'll be posting that soon. Serving windows are huge, I mean – so he can build absolutely anything, I'm telling you. And he, he really wants to build a tiny house. So be looking for one of those. That's going to be coming <laughs> probably be in the next to... month or two. Well, tell... He has his heart set. Yeah. Tell me, uh, Lisa, about your price point on this trailer. How does it compare with other trailers that are available on the market? Honestly, I don't know who to even compare it to. And, you know, the prices are all over. One thing I learned, in, and I know this is probably not good as a salesman, <laughs> this is me. Um, I mean, I uh, don't really go out looking and compare our, our stuff. I'm, I'm like that with my junk up for jewels. I just yeah. throw something out there. I feel like it's affordable. I'm going by vintage, the vintage style and what this offers. Okay. Um, not a brand new one, but a vintage one. Our price point starts at $6,900, and that gets you a shell. Um, and then we custom it from there, depending on what you want. We've kind of got options on our website. Uh, a fully one like the one that I built, the prototype is is ten five. That's, like that's very very reasonable. Fair. Oh, that's I do. I that's yeah, very yeah. reasonable. And, and I, I just know what I would want to pay, and I know, like I said, from the vintage standpoint, I don't know what's out there really that's new. I don't look around. Um, I, and I'm sure there are probably some out there. They're definitely not going to be like this because this is his own design. But um, right. But tell anyway, me, that's kinda, do you know what the trailer weighs? What does the trailer weigh? 
1500 pounds. So is, to be able to buy a brand new trailer with a bathroom at 1500 pounds for 10.5 thousand, I think that's a girl camper bargain. And to have I it, feel like it is. The ability yeah. to customize it. Oh, boy. I I think they'll be lining up for it. Because I I just Mm -hmm. had an email last night from a man who was asking me to help him. Um, He has a towing capacity of um, 1,500 pounds, and they were looking for a small teardrop trailer, and they wanted someone to um, build one for them, and they wanted to customize the inside themselves. And I gave him a few Uh ideas, uh, but he's in Southern California, but I gave him a couple of ideas, but... I would think for you that there's all kinds of women out there who are very attached to a tow vehicle that they don't want to change. They've got a Subaru Forester or they've got something right. that they're very attached to. So the weight is good on yours. The price point is excellent. The ability to customize it and that it's all brand new and handmade. I think it's a win, 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 win. I do, too, Janine. I do. I think it is, too. I love it. And now, it. do people have the ability to put, choose whatever color they want on the outside of it? Yes. Because your, yep. your prototype, Grace, is pink. But can you choose any yes. color? Yes. We are currently working on a turquoise. Um, she's going to be turquoise. She's our second one. Um, she's not sold yet. Mm-hmm. But we we have we have we're close to the Amish. We're not very far, so we have them help us out with some stuff. And cushions are one of them. Um, so we have some ladies working on the vintage style turquoise cushions with the white V in the in the back, and uh, they're beautiful. They're yes. beautiful. So this turquoise is going to be just great. We sometimes even kind of custom our colors a little bit, so it's, we do our own little mixing to make it the way we want it. So that you, the the pink here is one that we've kind of mixed up. So, well, um, I always think can, what the the uh, RV industry is missing is this idea that if somebody would build a little trailer like this that's neutral. Somebody right. could come along and to one person, that's going to be their beach house. To another person, it's their cupcake cottage. To another person, right. it's going to be their lake house. If you could build with an interior that is neutral and with neutral cushions, and then whoever right. purchases that can do whatever they want. Yes. And this, and actually, Grace, the one I have here with the pink, she is neutral. She's silver. She's white interior with silver cushions. So she's very neutral. I love this turquoise, so I had to go for it. But we uh, we can do that as well. We're we're thinking about doing just an all silver one. Um, well, I have to ask too because you know I'm a huge fan of the Birchwood Beauties. So is okay, Greg going to that. make one with the Birchwood interior? Greg prefers the birch. He mm-hmm. loves the birch because he's a so man. Yes, they he, like wood. <laughs> I know, I know it, and he he's dying to do one like that as well and we have this stuff so that will be in the future too so yeah he he wants me to highly promote that it can have the birch because that's his favorite just seems like this white interior he's done a few for women and we always give them the birch and, and they've gone and painted it it's, oh <laughs> my gosh <laughs> he raises his eyebrows on that he's like oh, i don't blame him i'd have to go that. in the bathroom and cry for a while now, yes, he's done that. Lisa, I have to ask you, I heard a rumor that you and your husband restored a trailer and sold it to someone very famous. Is this true? It's true. Okay. It, it, it was a, Would yeah. you dish and tell for us? <laughs> okay. Oh, here we are. Here we are. Miranda Lambert. We, we literally went on a whisper and a prayer 
down to Texas. Um, I was dying to get down there, and I wanted to take one of our campers just to see how people would react and, you know, what it would be like and stuff. So we did it. We went down with my, my son and my and Greg busted their butt for a month and got this thing done. We rolled out of here about a day later than we wanted to, but we went and um, we set up it. Well, kind of all around there, round. Were you going to round tap? Yes. Yes, that's a, that was our main focus to go there. And we had a few nibbles on it, and it was getting Thursday. We were leaving Friday. Thursday, we were kind of, we were like, oh, well, it is what it is. We'll take it home. No big deal. You know, right? No big deal. It's fine. It's, she's beautiful. We had a lot of people who loved it. And but, what, what you know, year trailer was it? What was it? It was a 61. It was the type that they had remade. A so, 61 you know, Shasta? It, yes, Shasta. Oh, okay. Sorry. So it was an original Shasta. 61 Shasta. Yes. yes, it was the original. Yeah. So we were hanging out there, and we were getting ready. We were going to go to the prom that night. You know, they have the they have a prom down there. Oh, with the junk gypsies? Yes, yes, and it is a blast. Uh, let me just take a and, minute and explain what the junk gypsy prom is for listeners who don't know. It, it, this is a bucket list thing. It's a girl camper thing. I haven't done it myself yet, but down oh, there in yeah, Texas. Yeah, at Round Top, when they have a big party, they have the junk gypsies, and everybody dresses up like they're the prom queen. And prom for you may be a 1950s prom dress, or it could be your best boots and a frilly blouse and all your junk jewelry and a crazy hat. So you prom up no matter whatever style you like. So I always see the pictures from the junk junk gypsy prom, and it looks like so much fun. It is. The people down there are just so electric, and the prom is just, they're so proud of their their area, their state, and they like to have fun, and they just let loose, and women will wear lampshades on their head, (laughs) and the gentlemen will wear, you know, crazy, uh, awesome blazers, and it is a blast. It's some you have to go. It was my number one bucket list. So you that were down there, one. and you were uh, Thursday night. You hadn't sold the trailer, and you were getting ready to go to the prom. And what happened? Um, I went to the bathroom, and I walked back up, and my son and Greg are talking to this group of people. And I looked over at my um, daughter-in-law, and I said, that's her. Because I had already told him that oh. Matthew McConaughey usually walks around there, and Miranda would be there. I knew Miranda. I, you know, we'd been going back and forth there a lot. I knew she would be there. She's always there. And so I said, that's her. And she's like, no, it's not. And I said, it is. That's her. And she, so I walked on up there, and I started talking. And, and Miranda gets in the camper with this other lady or one of her friends, and we're just in there talking. And, you know, I talked about, Sisters on the fly and, you know, this kind of stuff. And she's telling me all about her airstreams because she has three airstreams. And she yeah. was telling me their names. And I said, have you, you know, do you have a Shasta? And she goes, no, but I really want one. And I said, well, this is Dixie. And she, her eyes just got real big. And I'm like, I don't know what that was like. But anyway, <laughs> she gets down. She gets out. She had her little red solo cup. And she goes, I got to go drink on it. And she t- took off. Her and her posse of people, they take off. And I look at my husband, Drew, and I said, you know who that was, right? And they're like, no. I said, that was her. And and he was like, who? What are you talking about? I said, that was Miranda. And he was like, where? And I said, who are you even talking to? 
she's so short and you know yeah. she's just adorable but they had talked to so many people over the you know every day that week and stuff and and that day especially that they're like uh-uh. and Drew just was like oh my god he goes mom we gotta sell this to her and I said well she comes back well she did she came back and um worked out the details and it's so funny because uh as soon as she bought it, we're like, we got to get out of here. You know, we got to, <laughs> we got to get this thing out of here because we delivered it actually to, um, to Shimonga where she was heading to the next day back to her home at the time. Okay. And so I was like, we got to get that thing there safe. And we, so we didn't go to prom. But it's uh, okay. <laughs> you had to give up the junk gypsy prom to deliver we the camper. Uh, I would we have, did. I would have passed too. I would have. Yeah. yeah. So you took yeah. it to her house and delivered it for her. Did you see her airstreams? We didn't take it to her house. We would, we took it to a neutral place okay. and uh, met her people. You know, her so people. She's got people. Did, yeah. So we didn't get to see her, <laughs> but she was. We we did talk to her for a little bit, and she was so fantastic. And you know, after we did it, we just kept saying this was a God thing. I mean, that for us to take this on a whisper and a prayer from Mattoon, Illinois, down to Texas. And to sell it to one of the most, you know, I don't famous, famous I guess, girl camper. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know, God's really speaking to us, and I just that's that's what kickstarted our whole. Maybe we could do this for, you know, full time. Yeah. And because um, I just felt like He just gave that to us in a way. I mean, we worked really hard for it, but I, I felt like it was confirmation that hey, this is this is the right way, and this is what. Where you, where we you know need to be and stuff because what's the odds? I mean, what are the odds? She saw it, and the funny thing is, she had seen it that week because we traveled all along, you know, all around. It's it's a probably I don't know ten miles worth of different um, flea markets and stuff. Yeah, and they had got the number. Her assistant had got the number wrong, so they kept calling. And Miranda's like, I wonder why she's not calling us back, or why they're not calling us back. You know, so she was like, we're snubbing or something. But they had one of the numbers wrong. Okay. Um, that they were trying to call all week. So yeah, went down to you know I think it was four o'clock Thursday night, <laughs> and uh, we agreed on it. And Aww. it was it, it really did turn our business around when that happened. It well, did. it, it was, sounds it was like fantastic. you. It sounds like you are at the beginning of a big, wide field of opportunities. And I got to tell you, Lisa, I wish you the best of luck. You've got a heart of gold and you are Thank so you. passionate about what you're doing. I don't know how it could not be blessed. Well, thank you. I feel very blessed. Yeah, yes. well, I thank love you. what you're doing. I love how passionate you are about it. That little Gracie trailer. I don't think we ever heard why you named the trailer Grace. Well, I mean, all we've thought about is it's got to be something to do with uh, with our Heavenly Father, and we feel like He's graced us, and we have grace, and sometimes we need grace. And, yeah, uh, yeah. So, and then, so that's what, and the next one, we are working on another prototype. This is a 16-foot. It will sleep six, and that's going to be glory. Oh, I love it. I absolutely, well, I'm looking forward to f- keeping following you. I've been a fan of yours on Facebook for so long. I'm thrilled to finally get to talk to you. I love everything you're doing. And I just wish you the best of luck, Lisa. And I'm going to put yes, all you. of the links for your products on the show notes. And I just encourage the girl campers to do a sidebar there to Mattoon, Illinois, and find out what you got going on in that backyard and place an order. 
Well, God bless you, and I love following you, and I love what you're doing <laughs> for us women and our and the woman campers, and I just I I think. You are the cream of the crop right there. I love it. <laughs> hey, we're all doing our best, right? Lisa, thank right. you so much for being on and continued uh, good luck and blessings on all of your endeavors. Thank you so much. Thanks, Janine. All right. Happy, happy trails. <laughs> Take care now. <laughs> Bye-bye. I want to thank my sponsors, Progressive Insurance and Little Guy Worldwide. Little Guy wants you to know, and you want to get out to the great outdoors, they've got your back. A proud sponsor of the Girl Camper Podcast, Little Guy Trailers wants to help you live free. Little Guy Trailers are simple, secure spaces that are lightweight and easy to tow behind most vehicles. If you want to see them in person, you can visit us at Camper College at Hay to See. Airstream, or you can visit them online at littleguy.com. Find out all the things that Little Guy has to help you get out on the road. I'd also like to thank my guest, Lisa, for being with us today. I'm so excited at the possibility of the number of women who can simply call you up and get the camper of their dreams. That is so exciting, Lisa, and I wish you and your husband, Greg, the best of luck with that product. I also want to thank my producer, Stephanie, for putting this show together. Stephanie and her husband can be heard every Wednesday on Campground of the Week and every Friday on the RV Family Travel Atlas podcast. Thank you, Stephanie and Jeremy. We're going to be back next week. Everyone have a good week. Happy trails.